Hello everyone, I'm Arathra Kabhomek and I welcome you all to another episode of Quotes Today on Like Law, where we update you about all the important legal developments that took place across the country today. We will begin with developments from the Supreme Court and then cover high courts and other lower courts. If you like our content, please do not forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. While considering a plea seeking directions to the Election Commission of India to not permit political parties to promise freebies during election campaigns, the Supreme Court today stressed on creating a balance between the welfare of the state and the economic strain on the public exchequer. The Chief Justice of India remarked in a quote, economy losing money and the welfare of people both have to be balanced. That is why this debate and there must be someone to put thoughts to the vision. The bench of CJNV Ramana and Justice Krishna Murari also refused to look into the aspect of deregistering political parties for distributing freebies. The Apex Court also said that another question which required to be considered was the extent to which the court could interfere in this issue. On August 3rd, the court had opined that an expert body consisting of various stakeholders such as the Niti Aayog, Finance Commission, Law Commission, Reserve Bank of India and members of the ruling party as well as the opposition parties would be required to give their suggestions to address the issue of promise of freebies during election campaigns. Amidst the rising number of COVID cases, the Chief Justice of India, N.V. Ramana, today advised everyone in the courtroom to wear masks. When the bench of Chief Justice of India, N.V. Ramana and Justice Krishna Murari assembled today morning, and counsel sought the court's permission to mention their matters for urgent hearing, the CGI said, and I quote, please wear a mask, the majority of our staff and colleagues are getting it. Judges are also getting, you should all stay safe and keep others safe. In the matter related to the elections of All India Football Federation, the Supreme Court today indicated that it will not hesitate from interfering if attempts are made to undermine the hosting of the 2022 FIFA Under-17 Women's World Cup by India. A bench comprising Justices D.Y. Chandrachur, Surya Kant and E.S. Bopana was hearing a contempt plea filed by the Committee of Administrators of the AIFF alleging that the ousted AIFF President Praful Patel has been trying to undermine the conduct of the tournament. It may be noted that FIFA has given an ultimatum to the AIFF to elect a democratically elected governing body and the Supreme Court had last week passed directions for holding of the elections. On the fifth day of the EPF pension case hearing, the pensioners told the Supreme Court that the verdict in R.C. Gupta was a regional provident fund commissioner which held that there is no cutoff for opting for pension is correct and applies to them in the present case. The argument was put forth by senior counsel Gopal Sankarnarayan before a three-judge bench comprising Justices Yuyu Lalit, Anirudha Bose and Sudhashnu Dholia. The bench was considering the appeals filed by the Employees Provident Fund organization challenging the Kerala, Rajasthan and Delhi High Court judgments which had quashed the 2014 amendment scheme. On February 25th last year, the division bench of Justices Yuyu Lalit and K.M. Joseph restrained the High Court of Kerala, Delhi and Rajasthan from initiating contempt proceedings against the central government and the EPFO over the non-implementation of the High Court verdicts. Even though state officials are considered supreme and in charge of law and order, they expected to act responsibly. The Bombay High Court said this while granting bail to a Nigerian national who spent almost two years in prison because of a chemical analysis mistake. 
The chemical analyzer wrote to the anti-terrorism squad earlier this year and clarified that no contraband was found in the items seized from the Nigerian in the year 2020 and only painkillers and caffeine was found. He was from the Forensic Sciences Laboratory in Kalina. Accordingly, the court directed the additional chief secretary of the State Home Department to submit a proposal for compensation, observing that even a foreign national was entitled to liberty and procedures should have been followed. The Meghalaya High Court has held that redness and swelling in the vaginal walls of the woman who was sexually assaulted coupled with difficulty in passing urine are sufficient proof of penetration even though complete insertion of male organ is not specifically alleged. While dismissing the appeal filed by a person convicted for committing penetrative sexual assault on a young girl, our division bench made it clear that for the offence of penetrative sexual assault, even the slightest degree of penetration would suffice. The Meghala High Court has quashed and set aside charges levelled against a man under the provisions of the Protection of Children from Sexual Offences Act 2012 for allegedly having consensual sex with his minor wife. The court took note of the peculiar circumstances of the case and observed that in the event it is apparent that a young couple are in a relationship where love is the deciding factor, even to the extent that it has culminated into a marriage relationship, it may be the case that in such a relationship, even if the girl involved is legally a minor, if she has the capacity to procreate and her age is perhaps ranging for about 16 to 17 years, but below 18 years, it would not shock the conscience of this court. The Kerala High Court today asked the Enforcement Directorate to explain why former Finance Minister of Kerala, Dr. Thomas Isaac, was asked to produce private information regarding his assets at this preliminary stage of the case, particularly when he was not even an accused or suspect yet. Justice V.G. Arun raised the question while hearing the plea filed by Isaac against the proceedings initiated by the ED seeking his appearance in connection with the financial transactions of the Kerala Infrastructure Investment Fund Board. Thomas had submitted in his plea that the central agency had asked him to produce the details of his properties, both movable and immovable, as well as those of his family members. The Bombay High Court today granted bail to Vipul Chitalia, former Vice President, Banking Operations of Gitanjali Group of Companies and an accused in the multi-crore Punjab National Bank scam involving Mehul Choksi, owner of the group. Justice Bharati Dangre granted bail to Chitalia four and a half years after he was arrested in the scam in March 2018. He was booked under various sections of the Prevention of Corruption Act. The Kerala High Court today reserved its verdict on a PIL move by five MLAs against the ongoing Enforcement Directorate probe into the financial transactions of the Kerala Infrastructure Investment Fund Board. A division bench of Chief Justice S. Manikumar and Justice Shaji P. Chali doubted the maintainability of the plea on the grounds that it may not qualify as a public interest litigation and that the investigation of the case was still at its preliminary stage. Therefore, the court, while indicating that it could be premature, reserved its verdict on the issue without admitting the plea. The bench also asked the summoned officers of the KIFFB to appear before the ED and cooperate with the investigation. Thank you. Keep watching Courts Today on Live Law for more such updates.